All right, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of Late Hit. Mr. Raz has decided to join me tonight. Matt will not be on. He has some family issues that he's attending to, so it will just be me and Raz tonight. Raz, how are we doing today? What's up? What's up, man? Doing pretty good. We're doing yeah. good, man. Good to have you on. Glad to have you on. Let's get right into it. The first topic we want to talk about after a 63 to 21 loss to the Los Angeles Raiders or the Las Vegas Raiders on Thursday night football, the Los Angeles Chargers have decided to part ways with head coach Brandon Staley and GM Tom Telesco. Now, I know we talked about before Raz about how we weren't ready to discuss that Justin Herbert was the pr- a problem there with the Chargers yeah. and I know this issue with the head coaching has been an issue for quite some time. Do you think maybe, and I know it's probably the reason that Justin Herbert has not been successful is because of this head coach, Brandon Staley, but who do you think in your mind is like a standout candidate for this job to really help Justin Herbert succeed? Oh, um, I really like the lions offensive coordinator. I think his name's Brian Johnson. All right. Like yeah. I, you, the, the the Chargers have a have a way. This is by the way. This is probably going to be the most coveted coaching spot in the league because the right. Chargers are set up. One, they're in um, they're in L.A. You know what I mean. So yeah. who wouldn't want to hang out out there? <laughs> exactly. But two, I mean, you got a young quarterback. You're not going into a a, a situation where you're, there's a mess at quarterback. Like you have a good young quarterback. You have a good solid core. Um, I just think coaching, like I said, was was the issue there. You know, fundamentally, you just need somebody, somebody who can go in um, and and get the best out of, out of a lot of these players, and you you they they have a good roster. Yeah, I do like Ben Johnson. I think he's a great offensive minded coach. I mean, obviously, he's doing a hell of a job there in Detroit with the Lions. Um, kind of a like a dark horse that I heard, um, and I heard Mike Greenberg mention this on uh, ESPN. Um, Jim Harbaugh, Michigan head coach. I know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They've had they've had they're having issues there with that whole cheating scandal. No one really knows for sure if he's going to be back at Michigan next year. Um, and I know Mike Greenberg said he was talking to Jim Harbaugh at some point in the last couple of years, and Jim Harbaugh loves Justin Herbert. He was in, out of those all those quarterbacks in that 2020 draft. Jim Harbaugh yeah. said Justin Herbert is the best, and you know. I wouldn't be surprised to see Harbaugh back in the NFL. I think he's definitely going to make a comeback to the next level. Um, and like you said, this is probably going to be the most coveted job for any head coaching candidate coming into this offseason. And I think Jim Harbaugh, just with the way, you know, what he can work with wonders with his offensive schemes and stuff, I think he'll probably be a top candidate. And like I said, there's going to be a hell of a, you know, a lot of, coordinators up for jobs too this offseason but i think jim harbaugh might stand out just because of we know that he's already had success in the nfl with the 49ers when he he was their head coach years ago and you know what we've been able to see him do with michigan i mean i I think he's fantastic and i i don't see why the chargers wouldn't want to try and get him yeah i agree man I, i i i'm with you on that are there any other can you think of any other like Let's say for the casual fan, right? So we're not getting into we're not getting into like assistance or anything like that because it, it's right. tough to to pick out. But for the casual fan, can you see any other big time candidates outside of Harbaugh? So, I mean, we all know Ron Rivera is probably going to lose his job there in Washington. Yeah, um, but then you have Bianami step in. You think, right? You think that maybe that was part of his contract to go there? Yeah, I think I, honestly, I think. Bienemy might step up there just because they trust him because of the job he did in, in Kansas City when he was there. Um, okay. You know, but I know they're definitely done with with Rivera. I mean, I'm, I've heard multiple reports that he's going to be out at the oh. end of the season, and he okay. is okay. he is a defensive minded guy, and that's really what the Chargers need because that's their weakest spot right now. I mean, they just let right. the Raiders put up sixty three points, so obviously uh, that was need, ugly, man. Yeah, they need some help on defense for sure. So I mean. Ron Rivera is a good candidate. Um, I don't really know of like any other. I know obviously there's going to be vacancies. Um, you know, maybe Arizona. I, they might give Jonathan Gannon another year, but I mean, they're kind of starting to fall apart. I don't even know if Kyler Murray's going to be there next year. I mean, right, All right. Atlanta. I think they're probably going to part ways with Arthur Smith after this season. Just Please do, the- man. That they're too talented, man. I know. 
And just because of that embarrassment from last week when they lost to the Panthers nine to seven, that yeah. was yeah. ugly. Uh, so I think they're going to part ways with him. So, I mean, there's going to be a, a like there's every year, there's going to be a bunch of head coaching jobs open. Yeah. Um, and it all, it always comes down to, it's not only like win loss because you, you have, you know, it's about how much you pull out of your players, you know? So that's why Frank Reich left so quick. Cause they don't feel like he would, they were, he was pulling enough out of Bryce Young, you know, where on the flip side, D'Amico Ryan looks like, you know, he looks like a stud young, young coach right. coming up. Um, and, and they, you know, and they might not make the play. The Texans might not make the playoffs unfor- you know, for unfortunate reasons. But if you're getting the best out of your players, um, you're, you know, you should, you should be safe. Colts, the Colts um, coach is another, he's an, a really good example of that because he's gotten the most out of Gardner Minshew. They just had some unfortunate uh, situation. They had a fortunate situation there and they were never supposed to be like good at all. But you can see the promise. You can see the future with the Colts. Those kind of guys, uh, they're locked in, you know? Yeah, no one really, like, I wasn't <laughs> expecting Anthony Richardson to take this team to the playoffs, even if he was healthy all year. But then right. when he went down with his injury and Gardner Minshew stepped in, not that I think Gardner Minshew is a horrible quarterback because, you know, yeah. we had him in Jacksonville. But everyone kind of wrote this team off just because of Gardner Minshew coming in as a backup and taking over the starting role. And yep. he's really – he's looked good. Yeah, yeah he has. Good. He's excelled in that position. And, you know, they could, with the way the Jaguars are shooting the bed right now, they just lost three in a row. You know, this team. That division's wide open, man. Yeah, it's a three-way tie right now. So, I mean, there's a definite possibility that we could see the Colts as this division winner. Yeah, and have a home That's that's uh, I'm going to butcher his name. I know it's like uh, Steve Stryken. Is that how you say his name? the coach. Stryken. Stryken. Yeah. So, that, but that that really just goes to show – how how good of a job he's done that the the Colts in my opinion when they, if you would ask me in the beginning of the year who are the worst teams in the league going to be the Colts were definitely one of them right once you right. said that yeah the uh, I would I honestly I I I think the the Texans uh, did better than what I thought they were going to do but I thought them I I thought Washington would be pretty bad too I guess they are in the Bears yeah the Bears are kind of starting to turn things around a little bit because they've. They went on a little bit yeah. of a hot streak there. And, mm-hmm. I mean, what are your thoughts? I know we're, this isn't one of our topics here, but what are your thoughts on moving forward with Justin Fields? Do you think they're going to draft Caleb Williams? If they get a chance, they had better, man. They had better think- because the problem with Fields is he's doing just enough. You don't, But you don't just enough ain't going to save your job, man. But I, f- I feel like there's – way more problems with this Bears team than just a quarterback. And I don't know if Caleb Williams is the answer. It's the guy. Yeah. Yeah, you have to protect your guy. But here's the problem. It's going to be either Caleb Williams, depending on how high they pick, let's say one or two, it's going to probably be Caleb Williams or Marvin Harrison. You know, right? if they're smart, they take the tackle from Penn State, protect right. uh, fields. If If Harrison isn't there, but – Harrison's the kind of guy you don't you can't miss on Harrison, man. You got you have to take him. Right. And that's very possible because they're gonna have the Panthers first round pick. So it's possible that this Bears team could have two picks within the top five. So it would you know that'd be amazing. Yeah. yeah. So they most definitely will take a quarterback. I would I would imagine Caleb Williams. Um, and then they're probably gonna use their actual pick, which is probably gonna be fifth overall, to take either a tackle or um Marvin Harrison Jr. But I think I think yeah. you have to go. I think they'd have to go offensive line there because you know DJ Moore yeah. isn't a bad number one receiver. I mean he's shown that he can be yeah. that guy. But I think if you're you got to protect if you're going to take a franchise quarterback in the first round with the number one overall pick, I think you kind of have to. Your next pick might have to be protection for him. I agree. Yep, I agree. Yep, and look at the teams that do that. If when you prioritize your offensive line. Let's just take, for example, the um, the Colts. They have a really good offensive line, man. You prioritize okay. your offensive line. Typically, you're going to do pretty well, man. That's yeah. Sure that up first and then build around it. Exactly. <laughs> All right. The Bengals beat the Vikings 27-24 to in overtime. Jake Browning throws for 324 yards and two touchdowns. Is this Cincinnati team doing better with Browning under center than Burrow? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's a long term answer, though. I will say that I don't think this oh, is. I don't. Not. You know, I really don't. I, Burrow, Burrow's the guy. 
Yeah, I don't know what what clicked and what didn't, but uh, and I think I think Browning's overperforming to an extent. But man, have fun with it while it's there. Yeah, he's doing. I mean, unfortunately, I had to watch this Jake Browning at the hands of my Jaguars losing that game on Monday night a couple weeks ago. <laughs> uh, but he he is really taking this audition, so to say, and making the best of it. I mean, no one really expected him right. to come in here and do anything because he was undrafted out of Washington been around the league on practice squads and teams and stuff like that. And, you know, he's really, I think he's what three and one now as a starter for the Bengals. So he's really, and you know, this Bengals team has a chance of making the playoffs right now too. So, I mean, if he takes them to the playoffs, he's definitely going to get a, I would say at least a starting job next year, or at least a chance at one next year somewhere else. Yeah, I agree. I agree, man. I'm with you on that. Yeah. He's, uh, I mean, like I said, well, I w- was well, not expecting it's starting this. job. I, sorry, not I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, man. But like starting job, I don't, I don't know. I think, I think he's going to be a high priority backup, like like almost uh, how Mike White was. You know, like the same thing as Mike White was. So, but look at look at the Atlanta Falcons, their quarterback situation right now. Okay. If they if they wouldn't happen to take a quarterback in the first round, which is looking like what that's what they're going to do. Do you think that they try and bring Jake Browning in because he's better than Desmond Ritter? He's better than uh, Heineke. You know, he's better than any True. quarterback they have right now. I mean, so he, he's definitely going to get a chance to compete for a starting job somewhere next year. It's obviously not going to yeah. be in Cincinnati because Burrow's going to be healthy and he's their guy. They just paid him. But I can see him, like I said, that situation there in Atlanta. I can see him going in. And if even if they do take a quarterback in the first round, I can see him being a guy to maybe be the starting guy there until they're ready to put that first round quarterback in. Yeah. Like a bridge quarterback. I, I feel that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the Colts beat the Steelers 30 to 13 at home. Gardner Minshew looked electric throwing three touchdown passes. Now I know we just discussed this a little bit, but if this Indianapolis team does happen to win that division and go to the playoffs, or even if they don't win the division, they could still sneak in in a wild card spot. How far can they really go in the postseason? If the Colts get in, you're saying how how far do they go, man? If they get in, yeah. I love Minshew, man. I, I think this I is do a cool too. story. I don't, oh, man. I don't know. Yeah, what's 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 the deal with Pittman? Is he out? So he, I, I heard he's possibly he's you know probable. I don't okay. know that they didn't rule him out yet, but it's not yes or no whether he's going to start or not. Because that's huge, man. That is uh, huge, that's huge. Too. So. Oh man, so I, I I just like the coach. I think the coach is doing a good job. Their defense is is surprisingly not terrible, and they and the Colts have always had a good offensive line. Yeah, I think the Pittman injury could really kill them. Getting Taylor back though is going to be nice. Like it, whenever he comes back, he does make a difference on that team. I just I'd feel a lot better if Pittman uh, was there as well. I think your Jaguars take this uh, take this this playoff spot. Yeah, I don't know. It's there's it's an, rough. Is there, there's another one available though. They can get in the wild card, right? Like the wild card. Yeah. So right now the AFC is just like wide completely open. wide oh, open. Crap. There are so yeah. many eight and six teams right now. It's ridiculous. You never but, would have seen this though. We we talk about this every week, and I think right. me and you always get surprised because like we talk about the Ravens, but the Ravens they don't scare me as much as say like the Niners scare me or the Cowboys scare right, me. Right. You know what I mean? Like like I feel like. I feel like the NFC is kind of volatile. Like, look out. <laughs> yeah. Like the AFC, there's, you could look at all seven of the, of the current playoff teams right now and say, yeah, every one of those teams can get beat. There's yeah. not one. Yeah. There's not one front runner that I'd say, yeah, that's your definite Super Bowl team right there. Yeah, I agree. Because as of right now, the Colts have the seventh seed. So if the playoffs started today, they would go to Miami to play the Dolphins. And I think that's a very winnable game for the Colts. Yeah. Just the way yeah. the Dolphins, their inconsistencies, uh, you know, they lose the teams we expect them to win to. So, I mean, there's a definite possibility that the Colts could win that game. And like I said, hell, they might even win that division. So we'll see what happens. But, yeah, I think I, – I, I mean, I'm not going to say that they're going to be like the AFC – championship game team where they're going to play someone for the Super Bowl title, but I think they could definitely win the wild card round game depending on who they yeah. play. The Jags get the Jags get scary, man. Uh the Jags get scary in the playoffs. Like they do some weird why do they do that, man? They sneak in 
And then Lawrence is like, hey, I'm a good football player. And then, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, what are they? they uh, yeah, that's got to be exhilarating and it's frustrating at the same time for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this, this, this Jaguars team, they're a team. I mean, that they could be up on a team by like 20 points. And I'm still sitting there like, well, there's definitely a chance that they're going to blow this one. Like, they're never a team, and I, I've been a Jaguars fan pretty much my whole life, but they've never been a team that I've been confident with to where I can stand on the table and say, yeah, this is a game we're definitely going to win because yeah. we play like shit when I expect us to play good, and we play good when I expect us to play like shit. So, I mean, it's yeah. definitely it's a roller coaster with that team. <laughs> I agree. I agree, man. Yeah. All right. So the Buccaneers beat the Packers 34-20 to at Lambeau Field. Baker Mayfield became the first ever visiting quarterback at Lambeau Field to have a per- perfect passer rating. Did we write off Tampa Bay too soon? Right now they're leading that division. and that's, They're looking scary right now. Dude, for real, man. I, I love Baker in, with the Bucs. I like him and Mike. You said this the other week, and, and I like what you said. He was He's sealing um, Johnny Manziel. Like right. Baker is like sealing Giant Man's out. And and that's so true, man. Yeah, I mean, he's I mean he's he always signed a one year contract with the Bucks this offseason. So he's really auditioning for another contract. And yeah. I think right now, I mean, I would be if I'm the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I would be safe to say, hey, Baker's probably gonna be our quarterback next year. Because the way yeah, the rest yeah. of this division looks with Atlanta kind of plummeting. The Saints, you can never know what the hell they're going to do. Derek Carr is not trustworthy yeah, at all. Like, yeah. it looks like this team's going to win that division. And if they win this division and go to the playoffs, I mean, when the way the bottom of the NFC is right now with all those teams looking very losable uh, going into Tampa Bay, I mean, they could definitely win a playoff game. And I think if if Baker helps this team win that division and wins a playoff game there, I think they got to resign him again this offseason. I mean, right. Right, I'm with you on that, man. Yeah, but he looks uh, he looks too good. But but what deal do you give him? You know, I I saw uh, what what Daniel Jones get? Didn't Daniel Jones get something? He did four ridiculous? years, 160 million. So he's making 40 million a year, which is absolutely <laughs> absurd. I don't even know why. Well, I mean, see, uh, and we've me and Matt we we've talked about this before. Like when a quarterback's due for payday, like they're gonna pay him the like the going rate or something yeah. close to that. Yeah. And unfortunately, because they're so valuable, the, and a, yeah, and unfortunately for the Giants, like they really didn't have too many other options outside of Daniel Jones. And if they wanted to resign him, unfortunately, they have to pay the going rate for a quarterback nowadays, which looks like it's not working out for them. Right now, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, and <laughs> Baker, like. I don't know. Like, I want to say Baker is a good quarterback because I, we've seen it from him before. He like he took the Browns to the playoffs and beat the Steelers in the postseason a few years ago. So he does have potential. I just think people wrote him off too soon, especially when he went to Carolina, and then they cut him, and or you know he went to the Rams that same year. I just think last season was kind of a fluke season for Baker, and a lot of people wrote him off mm-hmm. just because of what he wasn't able to do in Carolina. And now we're starting to see that it might not have been a Baker thing. It might've been a Carolina front office ownership thing. Yeah, I agree. I agree, man. All right. So the jets fell to the dolphins 30 to nothing on Sunday. Can we we agree (laughs) that it's, it doesn't make sense to bring Aaron Rodgers back to a team that essentially has been eliminated from playoff contention. No. So he, he confirmed though, he's not coming back. He said, He, he said that. he's not coming back. He said, he said if they made the playoffs, he would have. He said, without a doubt, he would have. But with them being eliminated, and like you just said, no. Like, just, just get fully healthy, um, you know, get some reps with these guys and, and come back strong next year. Yeah, and I mean, he was on the sidelines on Sunday for that Dolphins game. You could just see his frustrations. Like, he was constantly right. sh- shaking his head and just looking disgusted. Um and I mean, I don't know what the hell the Jets are doing with this quarterback carousel that they're just constantly spinning around on. Like I know, they go, I know. They go to Zach Wilson. Stop, and they, stop giving Zach Wilson all these chances, man. Like, I know. I, he's, he's probably got to be like the nicest guy ever or, um, 
I don't. It's hard to tell, man, because he or he's got naked pictures of of the coach's wife of uh, the coach's wife. Because I don't know how he still has a starting job. Well, I mean, when you're there with you know, uh, Trevor Simeon, you know, they just cut uh, Tim Boyle not too long ago. I mean, there's yeah. not really many other options for them other than Zach Wilson. I mean, That's true. yeah, and. I mean, I understand they benched him and put Tim Tim Boyle in just to kind of see what they had in Tim Boyle. But, I mean, I, I don't know. I think right now with the quarterbacks that they have on their roster, I think Zach Wilson is the best option. But that's not saying much uh, yeah, because true. he's yeah. still a train wreck. But, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think you, you kind of have to stick with – like there's only three games left in the season. There's no reason to switch yeah. quarterbacks now. You're eliminated you're from right, you're right. Uh-huh. Just stick they with one so guy. got so bad. It got so bad though that they they took him they took him out because like it, yeah. that, that game was atrocious, man. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's the thing with Zach Wilson too. Like last week, he threw for like three hundred some yards in that win over the Texans, and looked great. Two touchdowns, no interceptions, and then he comes out against the Jets team, and look, or he comes out against the Dolphins, excuse me, and looks just god awful. Like, yeah, I wish yeah. we. I mean. And I don't. I may. I have mixed feelings about Zach Wilson, but I wish we could just see a consistent Zach. If you're going to be terrible, be consistently terrible. If you're going to be good, yeah, be yeah. Don't, don't give good. him hope. Right. Yeah, don't be, do this on, on and off thing every other week and play good one week and play like shit the next week because it's just like frustrating because you never know. Like if if they would happen to resign him, bring him back as a backup next year, like what? Which Zach Wilson are they getting? I know. Imagine. Oh my gosh! It's just got. That's got to be frustrating to coach that team right now. It is. I'm sure. And you know, I just feel like I, I wish we would have gotten to see Aaron Rodgers this year because I feel like those windows closing. Because next year, I think like oh, this, for sure. I feel this roster is going to be a little bit depleted next year because a lot of those guys that they signed, they were just bringing in on like one year deals because they yeah. wanted to see who was going to be able to to compete around Aaron Rodgers and make this team good. Like, I don't think um, Dalvin Cook's going to be there next year. I believe he only signed a one-year deal. Uh, I think Randall Cobb's on a one-year deal. Um, I think Lazard signed a multiple-year contract. But, you know, like a lot of these guys are going to be up for contracts at this offseason, and I don't think the Jets are going to bring a lot of them back, which is really going to probably no, yeah, you're right. yeah. hurt Aaron Rodgers because, you know, he wanted these guys to come in and he wanted to have success with them. And now I don't think he's going to get yeah. the opportunity to do. Yeah. All right. So the 49ers beat the Cardinals 45 to 29 and have clinched another NFC West title. I mean, I'm pretty sure we know the answer to this question, but is the road to the Super Bowl going to go through San Francisco? Uh, do you know the answer to that? <laughs> because, because look who you're talking to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, they look like the best team right now in the entire league. Yes. Yeah. How, how you can scheme to beat this offense with them having a very good defense as well. It's going to be tough, man. You know what I mean? Like they are it nine is, and yeah. one in their conference alone. And, and it, it I mean, it's, it's going to, like I said, it's going to be, it's going to be really tough to beat this team, yeah. And they're going to, they're more if they, especially if they get home field advantage throughout. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's tough because like, <laughs> I, as an Eagles fan, you know, you guys are probably hoping for the number one seed as well. But because the 49ers beat the Eagles, if there was a tiebreaker, right. it would go to the Niners. So essentially, yeah. the Niners have to lose two of their last three games in order for the Eagles to even have a chance at the first exactly. number one seed. But yeah, I think I, I think the Niners are gonna be. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind they're gonna be the number one seed. Um, and I don't. They'd know, have to lose like, the. They'd have to lose the last two, and then um, the Eagles would have to win their last two. Uh, three. There's three games left. I'm sorry. Yeah. Three. So they'd have to lose two of their last three, and then the Eagles would have to win out essentially. Yeah. Which I mean, the Eagles are probably gonna win out because they play Giants, Cardinals, Giants. Yeah. So uh, you say but, that, but like the Giants weirdly play the Eagles really well. So do the so do the Commanders. Very yeah, close. And like, that Tommy that DeVito, knows each he's other really well. Tommy DeVito, he's he could be something. Like he could be. He could be. F- yeah. He 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 came back to he came crashing back to earth last week, but he could be something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and like you said, the the Giants always. I play like the, the Eagles story well. though. You know. 
Yeah, it is a good story. Um, but yeah, this this 49ers team just looks on point right now, and I don't know yeah. that there's going to be any slowing down with them. I mean, they offensively they're clicking, defensively they're clicking. I mean, and this offense is just on fire right now with Debo, Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, Brock Purdy, George Kittle. They've even Trent Williams is probably the best left tackle in the league. I mean, in the league, yeah, yeah. They've got just so much talent on offense, and it's it's sickening to watch because you know they're putting up like they almost beat the Cardinals again by twenty points. Like they're they're not just beating teams; they're they're annihilating teams and making they it are, look yeah, easy. You're not kidding. Yep, it is just yeah. ridiculous. But yeah, this this Forty ers team is just way too good right now, and. Christian McCaffrey. So MVP race right now, who are your top three candidates? For MVP. Yeah. Give me one second because you just hit me with that. So <laughs> you just mentioned him. Christian McCaffrey has to be. Right. Has to be mentioned in there. I it, it's but I think he's gonna get hurt because of Purdy, you know, because I think Purdy's right. kind of kind of mentioned, you know. Yeah. I, I don't know how much this last game um hurt Dax Dax MVP but he's still going to be in there um I think personally though the MVP right now is Tyreek Hill you know I, I really do think Tyreek Hill is the MVP above most of these guys like I said because McCaffrey easily could be I think it comes down to Hill and McCaffrey in my opinion which is weird because yeah. it's a non-quarterback you know and then I think Hurts uh Hurts is the last of those of the five main guys that I believe would be MVP so I don't want to. I, I don't want to shade Lamar. I'll put Lamar in as like six. Yeah, Lamar. Yeah, Lamar's like at the bottom of any. He, I mean, he's still yeah. a candidate, but he's, he's like at the yeah, bottom. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, I would have said since Tyreek Hill did not play this past weekend, I, oh, I don't okay. know. Yeah. I don't know that he's going to get. He's probably not going to get to two thousand yards now, like we all thought he would. Yeah, which is a shame because man, had he had two thousand yards, you're really talking about him as. Oh, if he As got 2,000 yards, yeah, yeah, there's no doubt in my mind he should be MVP because, you know, no receiver in NFL history has ever got 2,000 yards in a season. So, But I think because of that, and he's not going to get the record, I don't think we're yeah. going to see him MVP because, unfortunately, we're in this league where quarterbacks mm-hmm. are God. And honestly, I think – I mean, and I agree with you. I think Tyreek Hill is definitely – the leading candidate right now. And I think Christian McCaffrey is behind him, but I think unfortunately just because of the way this is a quarterback driven league. Now, I think we're going to see Brock Purdy when they, when the MVP award this year, I wouldn't feel good about that. I'd almost, I like, I don't want to, I don't either. No, I, I'd almost rather McCaffrey win that, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, but I think, like I said, for a non quarterback to win the MVP though, I think they really have to have like a, a breakout year, like a record breaking year. Yeah, true. Yeah. Like like Tyreek, yeah. Yeah. But but yeah. but like McCaffrey's so McCaffrey's the one running back that sincerely gives your gives your team an edge. You know what I mean? Like McCaffrey, yeah. if you look at it from a value standpoint, he is more valuable and it's not even close than any other running back to his team. It's really not that close. Like it they're, it's, be, they're very I – mean, to me, he's very uh, – I don't know. He just stands out. Yeah, and, I mean, he's just not, like, a menace in the running game, but he's also yeah. very good in the pass game, too. Like, he's – like, you look at his – if you look at his stats, you know, rushing yards and stuff like that, you're like, well, this guy, his rushing yards aren't that great. But then you look at his all-purpose yards together, like, combine everything, and you're like, yep. well, this guy – this guy's a standout. He's he's essentially him and Debo are like the majority of that offense. Like without them, right. they would they wouldn't even be anywhere near where they are now. But I think right. just because of like I said, the, the league that we're in nowadays, the NFL that we've seen nowadays, I think it's gonna be a quarterback. I, I would say just because like what you said about Dak having the game that he just had, I, I think Brock Purdy kind of separated himself a little bit this he's week in the MVP he's race. It. Yeah. 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 So I think, and you know, not that I want to, not, not that I have anything against Brock Purdy, but I no, would yeah, really rather see someone deserving more of him that get it there rather than him. I, I kind of agree with you, man. Yeah. 
I mean, it's tough because, you know, I really, I really like Brock Purdy. I think, you know, mm-hmm. I, I love a Cinderella story. You know, he was Mr. Irrelevant in the draft last year. That's that's another good story. I always like stories, man. It's yeah. hard not to like stories. Yeah. That's why I'm such a big Tom Brady fan, just because of what he, where he came from mm-hmm. being drafted that was so cool low. Story, yeah. yeah. So like I said, I'm, I'm a fan of the Cinderella story. So I do like Brock Purdy, but I don't know if he's my, your MVP this year. So we'll see. We still got three weeks left. I mean, yeah. It's not it's not a made decision yet. Yeah, that's true. All right. So the Bills beat the Cowboys 31 to 10 on Sunday. James Cook went off on this one. He had 25 he carries. Yeah, he did cook. 25 carries for 179 yards. What the hell happened to Dallas and why did they fall apart this week? <laughs> I, I they just let the game get get uh get out of hand too quick. And they didn't stop Cook. And he was the big factor. I was looking at bets, man, and Cook's like uh, Cook's line for carries was at nine and a half. He had twenty five carries like that. That just shows you where he normally is. He's at that like yeah. ten carry range, and he didn't have that. Like he had instead of that, he had twenty five. Um, what did I say? Twenty five carries, and he just yeah. he went nuts. So I think the Cowboys just let this get away from him too much, and then they didn't have the the they didn't really ha- have the solution to get back into it. Yeah, and. What I really loved that Buffalo did this week, like you said, they really did pound the ground in this one. Yeah, um, yeah. And we've seen every game these past few weeks, the Buffalo Bills had to have Josh Allen have a big game for them to win. Exactly. Yeah. And this week we got to saw him and we got to see him. And I think he's even said it in a post game. He had like 94 yards passing, right? Yeah. And he even said it in post game. Uh, interviews and stuff like that he said he felt like you know the guy on those class projects that got an a but didn't really do anything for it so i mean yeah like i said he (laughs) he really didn't have to do much this week to be for this team to be successful and i don't know why they were able they were able to run so much on this cowboys defense when you got guys like micah parsons you got guys like Mm -hmm. demarcus lawrence like they have a good defensive front so there's no reason um Cook should have had the day he had. I mean, this defense has been Dallas's uh, bread and butter for quite some time. I mean, they're one of the better, I would say, probably top five, if not top ten in the league uh, these last few years. So I just don't know what they were thinking. But I think Dallas really got exposed this week. I mean, we saw what they might be in the playoffs, I think. I agree, man. Yeah, I agree. I, I, if they if they make it, and they should be in good shape to make it, but they they do look it. And the other part of that is, man, Dallas. How many times Dallas just beats themselves so much, right? You know, like they, they really do. do all the time. That sounds awful, yeah. but you know, they yeah, really and, do. And Buffalo, it, it's crazy to think they're eight and six, but they're not even a playoff team right now. I think yeah. they're they're like the uh, ninth seed right now because I think Cincinnati's <laughs> ahead of them. It's incredible, man. It is, yeah. That's incredible and, to think about. You know, it's crazy to think about that this Buffalo team might not make the playoffs. I mean, there is only three games left. If every team above them keeps winning, they're not going to get a playoff spot. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's insane. Um, but yeah. they're honestly just looking at this AFC, like these AFC teams right now. I would have to say Buffalo is probably my favorite right now. I mean, they're just playing really, really. Yeah, yeah they're playing really good football. Yeah, they can beat you in a number of different ways, man. I do like that. Just look at the, the teams ahead of them, though. Like, they could beat Baltimore. Mm-hmm. They could beat Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, they could play with Miami. They could, yeah, they could beat Miami. They could beat, you know, any team right now that's ahead of them. They're definitely capable of beating because we've seen them do it. I mean, even though they lost to the Eagles, the, Josh Allen, he had a hell of a game. Yeah. I mean, these last few weeks, they've just been balling out. And, you know, I hope they make the playoffs because I would, I, that would be so, they're going to be fun to watch in the postseason if they make it. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. That's somebody, even though they, even though they're probably not going to get a home playoff game, you know, and they're going to be on the road, I think they're still going to be competitive. And this is a team that I could, this is a team like I could see them being like the 07 Giants where they were nine and seven or 10 and six and beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl that year. Like this is that kind of team. Like they're everyone's riding them off, but they're gonna make some noise in the playoffs if they if they do make it. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. So unfortunately, my Jaguars lost to the Ravens 23 to 7 on Sunday night football. And it's looking more and more likely that Baltimore will be the AFC's number one seed if things keep trending the way they are. Are they the best team in the AFC right now? Uh I think you just said it, right? I think you just kind of said it. We're kind of like we kind of like some other teams, you know. Yeah. They're volatile, you know what I mean? They 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 can they can put up some points, but I I don't know. It's, I, it's like you said, I kind of like some other teams. It's pretty even in my opinion. It's tough. It's this like I said, like I keep saying, this AFC it, it's just so tough right now because mm-hmm. the Chiefs aren't playing like the Chiefs. Um, yeah. you know, you got teams like Cleveland who is the number 5 seed right now with the guy leading them like Joe Flacco. Jacksonville's not playing up to par. Yeah. Um, Baltimore is, I don't want to say the playing like the best team in this playoff picture right now, but I think if the road to the Super Bowl had to go through Baltimore, I think I would feel safe about putting my money on Baltimore if they had to play two home games okay. to get to the Super Bowl. I can see that, yeah. But, and all you I do, mean, I got to do is make it there. And then Baltimore is that kind of team that you make it there and um, – Lamar is going to figure know, out a way to get it done, I think. Yeah, he's he's too good. He's too good. Unless they play the 49ers. I think the 49ers would be able to shut down Lamar. If it's a Ravens so 49ers. Yep. Yeah, if, if yeah. it's a Ravens 49ers Super Bowl, I would feel pretty confident about the 49ers winning that one. That's I mean, true, it's yeah. just yeah. I mean, but the just this Ravens defense though is they're spotty themselves. Like they have really good they games are. and then they have really bad games. So I mean, but I honestly, the Ravens I don't feel are going to be that they're on defense good enough to shut down the 49ers offense. But I think that the 49ers defense will be good enough to shut down Lamar and this Baltimore offense. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to say the Baltimore is the best team in the AFC right now because there's just so many other teams right now that are playing like Baltimore where they're hit or miss. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. they're eleven and three. The next best team is nine and five. So I mean, they've really they have to lose out or lose at least two games for someone else to take that number one spot. But they do play the 49ers, I think, this coming week. Do they? Yeah. So I think you know that's going to be a good game. That's going to be a possible Super Bowl matchup there. Yeah, I true. Yeah, true. So we'll be able to see, um, you know. What, what they're made of and what they're going to be able to do against a really good 49ers team. Yeah. All right, Raz, I hate to do this to you, but we are going to have to talk about Eagles. They yeah. lost to the Seahawks 20-17 to on Monday Night Football and dropped their third straight game. What is going yeah. on in Philly? Dude, uh, it's it just it just comes down to it, and you'll hear it a lot. It comes down to, to coaching and I think it's going to come down to two things, coaching and Hurts. Those are the two big things that we're missing. Um, you know how you have that one game where, you know, it's our it, that's our team. Like, Jaguars are your team. Eagles are my team. You have that, that that game, though, where you, like, write off your team. Like, this was right. it. This was like I needed to see something from them, <laughs> and I didn't. You know, like, I, I really yeah. was hoping a couple of losses humbled them to the point where they made changes. But their change was Matt Patricia, who, who isn't, you know what I mean? Like, he's he's – I guess he's the one guy you you can come back from. Uh, but I mean, you can come, you can go too if you're not, you know, he has experience. But in all honesty, man, I just didn't see like the change that there's not a lot of life there, you know, like they, they seem like a team that's defeated right now. And all I can say is I hope they have three easier games coming up. And mm-hmm. I hope they use that to gain some kind of momentum and make the changes that are, that are needed. The, the problem I see that's, that's a huge problem. And it was always there is, it's Jalen Hurts passing and, and his anticipation throws aren't there. He's throwing, he's making easy reads. He's not throwing through windows. Um, it scares me. I don't like when quarterbacks do that because it's a because that, that comes down to a mentality thing where you're not um, you know, you're not making tough throws, uh, you're you're not leading your receivers. For the most part, like I said, he's um he's taking like easy throws, um, a lot of a lot of jump balls to AJ Brown getting bailed out. I just don't like the look of what he's doing. And again, it could be coaching. I don't see a lot of rollouts, those kind of things. I missed the RPO. 
<laughs> that the Colts run. Like the Colts ran over yeah. RPO and it worked really well with with Hertz. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry, Steichen did. Like he yeah. he implemented a lot of RPOs and it worked really well with Hertz, who also used that in Oklahoma um and Alabama. You know, what I mean, some a place that he was something he was comfortable with. You don't see it as much, and it's it's killing him, I think, you know. Yeah. I mean, is it safe to say that they're playing bad football on both sides of the ball? Defensively, yeah. offensively. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, if I'm a little more worried about their offense than defense, but right. But I mean, defensively, if you can allow Drew Locke to go 92 yards for a game-winning touchdown, <laughs> I mean, that's pretty bad. Yeah, I know. And, and and they just, I mean, they just wanted it so much more. You know what I mean? Right. And like you said, I, uh, and as bad as this defense is playing, because I think they have the worst pass defense in the league right now. I think they're dead yeah. last at 32nd. But as bad yeah. as their defense is playing, I am, I would be concerned about Hurts too, because he did not look I good. I am, yeah. No, and no, some no, people no. are some people are blaming the sickness. They said, you know, he had the flu or whatever his yeah, illness very was. Very true. You know, yeah, yeah. That's fair to say. You know, it's just I just didn't see that before the sickness either. You're playing two good teams, right? And to get blown out in that sense, like where you're not figuring it out, like it, it's it looks like a problem. You know, yeah. And, and it looks like I, I and it very well could be a coaching problem. That seems like the easy answer, but like I said, I mean, Hertz has to ha, needed to progress to another level as well. That he had yeah, so I was listening. I can't remember what radio station it was yesterday, but it was two guys that have a sports talk show about the Eagles. And one of them said something very interesting, which kind of makes sense, is that Jalen Hurts' quarterback coach from last year is now your offensive coordinator, Brian Johnson. Yes. So yeah. do you think that it's a possibility that the reason Jalen is playing so bad is because the guy that was with him at his position coach every week is now – having to worry about an entire offense and not really getting that exclusive quarterback time with Jalen. Yes, but but I also think Brian Johnson did, never had experience as a coordinator. He he got to learn behind like Steichen, and I, right. I, I also think it, it is a play-calling issue. Like some of these play calls that uh, – that, that, they, they've talked – they've actually talked about stripping Brian Johnson of his play-calling and, and putting it in Sirianni's hand – because they're questioning it, you know what I mean? Because a lot of it is it's not putting your best players in the right positions, you know, like where you which which is what you want. You want to have your best players in a position to succeed and, and they haven't necessarily, you know, and I think that's an issue. Yeah. And like you said, Sirianni, like if they're thinking about making the play calling changes and stuff like that, like I feel like this is the week to do it, especially after the, yeah, a loss yeah, like that be. to Seattle. But they no, they haven't made that decision yet. It's still looking like Brian Johnson's going to call the plays for them the rest of the year, unless unless they would drop one to the Giants or lose to the Cardinals or something these last True. three weeks. Yep. I think that's going to be the kick in the ass that Nick Sirianni needs to say, "Hey, I should probably be calling the plays now instead of Brian Johnson." I, I agree, man. Yep, yep, I agree. But I don't I know. I see if it's that happening. Happen. Yeah, I mean, no, the Eagles stick with their guys for a little. You know, I'm, I was surprised yeah. to see Patricia get a get a uh, you know get pretty much. Um, how do I put it? Like elevated to a to a yeah. position. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, I can understand why Nick Sirianni did it because Matt Patricia, he's a New England guy. He out of that Bill Belichick True. coaching tree, um, so he does have experience on a Super Bowl winning defense, so he knows what to do. But I think looking now, like, was it really that big of a difference? I mean, like I said, you allowed Drew Locke to beat you. Does it really? <laughs> bode well for Matt Patricia. <laughs> right, right. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's it doesn't look great, that's for sure. Uh yeah, yeah but luckily the Eagles, like I said, they've got the Giants mm -hmm. this week. They've they got they, the Cardinals. they they're in a position to figure it out. Let's put it that way. Yeah, they got they easy games. They're they're they already got a playoff spot. You gotta figure it out. We'll see, man. We'll see. It is not looking great if you had to ask me right now, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. Like this Eagles team, like you know, three, four weeks ago, we everybody was talking about them. Hey, this is your Super Bowl team here. And now no one's really confident in this team anymore. Right. And <laughs> right. We need to see something out of them in order to get that confidence back. And we, we just haven't seen it these last three weeks. Because really, other than them, you know, they lost by, what was it, 20, uh, 20 more. Or, yeah, it was 20 last week against Dallas. And it was uh -huh. 19 or something the week before that against the 49ers. So, I mean, we've seen 
two blowout losses and then one, you know, Monday night miracle by Seattle, uh, you know, and Jalen Hurts threw an interception at the end there where he really shouldn't have thrown that pass into double coverage, even though it was to A.J. Brown. But, I mean, yeah. like you said, if if they're going to turn it around, it's going to be these next three weeks to kind of get them acclimated and ready for the playoffs. So we'll see what yeah, happens. True. We'll see what happens, bud. Hopefully for your sake. Hoping for the best, man. Yeah. Hoping for the best. <laughs> All right. Since this is our last episode before Christmas, Raz, I just want to know what if Santa Claus was here today, you got to sit on his lap. What would his your Christmas wish be for your NFL dreams? Oh, uh, you know the deal, bro. <laughs> give me a um, the easy answer is give me give me an Eagles Super Bowl. All right, I yeah. take that out. Let's let's get that. Let's let's take that because I'm biased. Okay, and I'm gonna say let's just take that out. So if I had to if I had to ask that, I would want to see. Tyreek Hill get two thousand yards, man. I want to. I want to yeah. see it. I want to see it in my lifetime. I want to root for it. Yeah, I would too. I mean, that would be like, Tyreek Hill is just he's something else. He's different. He's a different yeah. breed. Uh, they call him a cheetah for the reason. Uh, for the reason, yeah. I mean, he is just quick. But yeah, like I said, with him missing that game last week, I just don't know if it's going to happen anymore. Yeah, I mean, true. he's still he's got to average probably like one hundred and fifty yards these last three games now just to get it, which yeah. is possible for yeah, him. Yeah. But I mean. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I would love to see it too, and I would love to see someone other than a quarterback win the MVP award this year. Yeah, I but think I that's the, one of the biggest things. I would love that too. You know, for yeah. that reason, because we really now, if I'm remembering this correctly, without looking it up, I think the last non-quarterback we saw win the MVP award was Adrian Peterson, all the way back in 2012 when he Damn, had yeah. over 2,000 yards. So it's been quite some time. Since we saw, a if there's any year, this is the year that a non-quarterback should definitely win. Yeah, because no, there's not really. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you can make an argument for Brock Purdy, you can make an argument for Dak Prescott, but this, like yeah. last year, last year, Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, you're like, yeah, hell yeah, those are two definite MVP right. candidates. Right. But this year, there is no quarterback that's standing out to me right now that's saying this guy has to be your MVP. I agree, man. Yeah, so if this is the year for someone other than a quarterback to take it, I think you know it's going to happen. But we'll see. But my Christmas wish would be for the Jaguars to just win another goddamn game this year. I mean, <laughs> we <laughs> lost three in a row that were very oh, winnable yeah. games. Yeah. I mean, and now I'll give it to the Ravens. I was not really expecting to win that one. Even looking weeks ago on the schedule, I was like, yeah, we're probably going to lose to Baltimore. But we lost to Jake Browning and the Bengals on Monday night, which I thought we should have won that one. And then last week, losing to Joe Flacco and the Balt or in the Cleveland Browns. I mean, that was just dreadful. You know, Trevor yeah. Lawrence threw three interceptions. Like I feel like this Jaguars team is just one giant dumpster fire right now, and mm-hmm. they're like, "How can we put this fire out?" And Trevor Lawrence just walks in and be like, "Hey, I got some gasoline. Do you think that would help put it out?" And they're like, "Yeah, sure, let's try it." But it's just fucking, it's awful. And, you know, like I said, I really want, realistically, I want them to win the division. I want them to win a couple of playoff games. I don't see them going to the Super Bowl this year at all. Like, I'm not that hopeful because I'm realistic as well. So I don't okay. see them going to the Super Bowl. I just, I, I want to see them win a couple more games and I want to see them win this division. I could see that. That's, and, and uh, hey, maybe, maybe you're, maybe it'll come true. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But all right, let's let's get into our week 16 matchups and predictions. Now, the first one is your Thursday night game. The New Orleans Saints travel to Los Angeles to take on the Rams. I think the Rams are just too hot right now, and especially playing at home against a pretty de- or a pretty dreadful Saints team. I'm going to have to take the Rams on Thursday night. You're going to take the Rams on Thursday night. Yeah, I'm going to go. I like the Rams, man. I I thought the Rams were were we're definitely going to be the worst team in the league, right? And then you you see this receiving core. Matt Stafford looks good. Somehow that defense with a bunch of no namers on it um, looks looks de- you know they looks they look competent. So they, they got you know they're they're holding their own. Um, yeah, I mean I I, I do like the I, I like the Saints. I like their I just I could see the Rams winning this one. Yeah, I think so too. I think the Rams are just playing too good right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, they've got a lot of talent, too. So, I mean, yeah. I can definitely see them putting up a lot of points on this Saints team on Thursday night. Same. I agree, man. 
All right, and there are two Saturday matchups this week. Now, the first one is the Cincinnati Bengals traveling traveling to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. Mason Rudolph is going to be the starting quarterback for the Steelers this week. They have benched Mitch Trubisky. Um, Either way, whether it's Mitch Trubisky or it's Mason Rudolph, I don't see the Steelers winning this game against the red-hot Bengals, so I'm going to take Cincinnati on the road in this one. Me too, man. The Steelers are kind of a train wreck right now. Um, Absolutely. You know, so yeah, I, I, I'm with you on that. I, I like the Bengals. So the Steelers are seven and seven right now, and Mike Tomlin okay. has has never had a losing season in his entire head coaching career there at Steelers. I think yeah. it's been like 16 years. Do you think this is the year it finally happens? Because they're like they're seven and seven right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I always think of that. They're seven and six still. Oh my gosh, that kind of surprised me a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean they they'll probably end up. Uh, what is it now? Can you can you end up? There's no eight and eight now, right? So you can't no, you go can't 500. have a five hundred. So it's oh, either going to be a winning man. record or a losing record. Yeah, I could see them squeaking out a winning record, man. Yeah, no matter good. what, Mike Tomlin always finds a way to get it done. Yeah, he does. Dude, it's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. So the second Saturday matchup: the Buffalo Bills travel to Los Angeles to take on the Chargers. I think this is a no-brainer here. The way we just talked about how hot Buffalo was, you know, yeah, Los yeah. Angeles Chargers are another dumpster fire. Um, Easton Stick is going to still be starting in this one. Um, I'm taking Buffalo on the road. Me too. Uh, me too. I mean, I, I think I think the the Chargers are, are you know they're they're they packed it up for the for the season. But the Bills are, <laughs> yeah. are in the opposite direction, and, and Chargers aren't aren't necessarily great against the run either. So, hey, if the Bills have to, man, take the way of the run. You know what I mean? Yep. Feed yeah, the hot they hand. Can do it. They can do it either way. They can do it in the air with Josh Allen, or now they can do it on the ground with Cook. So, I mean, either way, they're going to get it done regardless. Yeah. All right. The Indianapolis Colts traveling to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. With the way the Falcons are looking lately, they just lost 9-7 to to the Carolina Panthers. Give me Minshew Mania and the Colts on the road. Me too, man. I'm with you. Hey, we're, we're on the same – we're on the the right path, man. Yeah. I agree, bro. Give me that. Um, it, it, like I said, I, I hope I hope uh, Pittman's all right. He took a nasty hit, man. That was one oh, of yeah. the – that was one of the worst hits I've ever seen. Like just the way he was laid out and the guy folded him like a, like a lawn chair, it was ugly, man. Very ugly. And I'm pretty sure I heard – that the Steelers defender that hit him on that play is suspended for the rest of the year. Wow. Okay. I, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I never, I never know what people's intentions are, but if he didn't mean to do that, that's, that's a crappy way to go out, but it, it was wow. a really ugly hit, man. It was, so I, it was, it's hard to think otherwise. I think he got suspended for the remainder of the year. Cause I don't think this was a first time offense for him. I think he's done. Stuff oh, like this okay. before. So okay. I think that's the reason why they actually suspended him because i mean obviously if it was a first time offense i don't think they would have done it but because of yeah, you know true. like yeah. i said i've read that he's done it multiple times so i think yeah i mean there's only three games left so it's not like he's, he got suspended for like a 10 game span or something like that true yeah all right the seattle seahawks travel to tennessee to take on the titans um i i think geno smith is going to be back in this one i don't think drew lock is going to start um and I don't, I don't know if Will Levis is either because I know he he was injured towards the end of that game against Houston, so it might be. It's looking like it's going to be Geno Smith against Ryan Tannehill possibly. So I'm going to take Seattle on the road. Seattle on the road. Let me think of this one. <laughs> That's a tough one, man. This is kind of a toss up with these two teams. I, I like Seattle though. They they'll have the momentum coming off of this win. Um, right. I think they should win too. And their strengths play into the Titans' weaknesses. Like the Titans aren't really are, they're they're really bad against the pass. Um, that's where Seattle lives and thrives off of, which is which is strange to think because you always think of Seattle as like a ground and pounder because right. of the pass with Marshawn and whatnot. But they uh, man, their receivers are just borderline uncoverable. They're the mix of receivers they have. Good luck, you know. If you have the a set of cornerbacks to cover those guys um you're lucky but but not many people do so yeah i'm going with seattle all right detroit lions are traveling to minnesota to take on the vikings now the lions are coming off of a hot win against the broncos last week and i believe the vikings are going to start nick mullins again at quarterback so i'm going to take the red hot lions on the road me too man i i don't i i think uh this means a lot more to the lions than it does to the um to the Vikings, so I'm with you on that one. Obviously, yeah. 
All right, the Washington Commanders traveling to the New York Jets this week. Uh, I, I don't. This is a tough one for me because they're both playing bad football right now. They are. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna take the Jets just because it's at home and just because the Jets have a pretty good defense. So I'm gonna give yeah. them the slight edge, and I'm gonna take the Jets at home. Same. I'm gonna do that too because. Again, the commanders are atrocious against the pass. I think uh, I think this is this is a game where you could see that up and down with with Wilson if he starts, where you can see him doing um you know you having another good game and you're like oh wait we shouldn't have wrote this guy off again so good luck <laughs> to that seesaw good luck yeah Jeff. I know right all right the Green Bay Packers traveling to Carolina to take on the Panthers. Um, I mean, this Carolina Panthers team is just awful right now. I mean, yeah, I could yeah. see Jordan Love having a field day against this Panthers defense. Yeah, um, me too. I'm, yep. I'm going to take the Packers on the road. And I don't know if you saw this, Raz, but this past weekend for the Panthers game at home there against the Falcons, tickets were as low as 45 cents a piece. I did see that. Is that real? That, that was My real. Yeah. gosh. Hey, give me that. It's an NFL game. Like, I don't mind. Whatever. Yeah, get yeah, some beers. I, How much are beers? Carolina, oh, well, yeah, that's that's probably the killer yeah. right there. Screw it, man. Pre-game, tailgate, and you'll be good. Yeah. All right. Who are you taking in that one? Green Bay or Carolina? Oh, Green Bay. Green Bay. Yeah, let me get Green Bay. They All look good. Right. They look good lately. Love looks good. So the flak attack and the Cleveland Browns are traveling to Houston <laughs> to take on the Texans. Um, it, I believe I read earlier that uh, C.J. Stroud is going to be out again. So Case Keenum was going to starting the starting nod for the Houston Texans. And, you know, I, I really love this Cleveland Browns team with Joe Flacco right now. I think they're playing Me great. Me too, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to take them on the road against the Texans. I, I, I really like when um, a quarterback like Joe Flacco comes in and, and plays well for a team like the Browns because the Browns have really good playmakers. They have a good offensive line. They just need somebody to get those playmakers the ball. And sometimes you don't have to do anything special. It's kind of like Jake Browning. You don't have to do anything special. Just get them the ball, you know, and, right. and let them do their thing. Um, so, yeah, I, I love it, man. Give me the Browns. Is it odd that I have more faith in Joe Flacco as this Browns starting quarterback than I did when, you know, yeah, Sean no. Watson was starting? The Watson. Watson is like it felt like he's stuck in mud, you know. Like yeah, he's just not. He hasn't got it going. I'm like, where is this guy at? You know, is he gonna? Is he ever? Is he gonna get it going? I don't know. You know. Yeah, but I, I just have a lot of confidence in Joe Flacco right now. I mean, me too. It's yeah, weird, yeah, it's weird to say because like three or four weeks ago he was sitting at home on his couch and the Cleveland Browns just <laughs> called him, and exactly. now he's now he's probably gonna take this team to the playoffs. So yeah, this this yeah. Cleveland Browns team is playing pretty well right now. All right, so the Jacksonville Jaguars traveling to Tampa Bay to take on Baker Mayfield and these Buccaneers. This is tough for me because this game. As a, as a, yeah, this is going to be a great game. And as a Jaguars fan, I'm hoping for a Jacksonville win. But, like, we just talked up Baker Mayfield so much. And, honestly, this is tough for me to say, but I'm going to take the Buccaneers at home on, the, at, on this game. Because they're at home, right? Yeah, but is there is are there home games really that much a difference of a home game than than uh, than Jack, Jacksonville? Because I mean, it's not that far. It's probably what like a six five six hour drive in between. Uh, I think they're a lot closer than it's that. It's doable. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's it's very doable. You know, so yeah. Um, I think I, I think the Jaguars win this one. I do like the Bucks, man. I like what they've been doing. Um, I think. As far as being motivated, I think we're going to see the Jaguars team uptick a bit from here on out. All right. Hey, I appreciate your vote of confidence there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a huge vote of confidence. It's it's pretty even with those two teams, but I'm just going to give the you're, slight edge to the Jags. Yeah, you were on the fence, but I'm glad you jumped down on Jacksonville's side. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Arizona Cardinals travel to Chicago to take on the Bears. Now, this is a tough one, too, because – they, both these teams are not is, playing yeah. very good right now. But the Chicago Bears have slightly increased a little bit. We're starting to see a little bit more out of them and Justin Fields and that offense. And just because of the fact that it's going to be in Chicago, it's probably going to be cold. It's probably going to be miserable for the desert team right. and the Arizona yeah. Cardinals. So I'm going to give the slight edge to Chicago, and I'm going to take the Bears at home. I really like that too, man. I think that connection between uh, Fields and DJ Moore will be enough to win this game. Right. 
All right. Dallas Cowboys travel to Miami to take on the Dolphins. Um, now this one was a tough for, game for me too, to decide. Um, so this is this is what I'm going to say is going to be your your fraud alert game. Like whoever loses okay. this game I think is going to be a fraud. Like cuz both of these so. teams, yeah, both of these teams right now, we don't know what to think cuz they've they've won big games, they've lost big games. But right. just because of the way, I mean, the Cowboys lost big last week and the Dolphins won big last week and it is in Miami, I think I'm going to give the slight edge to the Dolphins. Well, I will too as long as Tyreek plays. If he doesn't, I'm gonna I'm gonna flop to the other side. But what if this game is really high scoring and close? Then what? Do you you take away that uh that okay, fraud this, Yeah, if this is if this is like a shootout, I do take that fraud yeah. alert away. Yeah, it I think really that is. makes them both look really dangerous if that's the case. Yeah. yeah. All right. New England Patriots travel to Denver to take on the Broncos. I mean, what what can we say about this Patriots team except for you know they're a flop. Yeah. They flopped this year. Ugh, um, yeah. This one's in Denver. Yeah, this one's in Denver. It's hard for any team to go into Denver and win, especially a, a two win Patriots team. So I'm gonna take the Broncos at home. Yeah, same. The Broncos are playing really well lately, too. Yeah, you're the Broncos. All right, and now we do have three Monday games, three Christmas Day really? games this Monday. Yeah. Oh, Christmas! Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. That's so, a cool setup. Yeah. Monday is Christmas Day, so our first matchup on Christmas Day is the 1 p.m. game, which is the Las Vegas Raiders traveling to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. Um, you know, even though the Raiders put up 63 against the Chargers this past week, I don't see them going into Kansas City and winning against the Chiefs. Um, no, yeah. I'm, I'm going to take KC at home. Me too. I think KC needs like a get right game. They're not, they're not all there. They're kind of like the Eagles, but they're, you know, they're not slipping as bad as the Eagles were, but, right. but they're kind of like in the same sense where you're like, well, something's off, man. And they don't have the playmakers the Eagles do, obviously. So there's an obvious answer. Right. I just think, um, I think this means more to the Chiefs and they, and they, they, uh, they do what needs to be done to win. It's a right. divisional game. So Raiders always play them well, but I think Chiefs win. Right. All right, second Monday matchup is going to be the 430 game, which is the New York Giants traveling to Philly to take on the Eagles. Uh, I think, like we discussed, the way the Eagles uh-huh. have been playing lately, I see them bouncing back in this one, especially against a not-so-good Giants team. And just mm-hmm. because this one is in Philadelphia, too, I think that does give them a, an advantage over the Giants. So I'm going to take the Eagles in this one. Oh, me too. They better. That Philly, yeah. that, those Philly faithful men, they're gonna dog them if they don't. They're gonna start getting impatient. And I know a, a ten and four team, you you know, you might say, well, why would they be impatient? No, it's not. It's not all about just being ten and four. It's about what it looks like, you know, and what it feels like. And as a fan, they're gonna dog them if they don't. Oh yeah, and yeah, and, give me, give me the Eagles by hundred. And these Eagles fans too will turn on a team quick, like especially quick. if they turn on Santa. Oh my God! Yeah, especially if you guys lose to the Giants at home, they're yeah. they're going to turn on this team real quick. So yeah, Eagles- and personally, I, I I want it no other way. Like, don't get me wrong, and a lot of people disagree with me. Um, but as a Philly fan, I love that our that our fans are are they they're looked at as the the quote unquote worst fans in the in the league because <laughs> they will hound you if they're you're there with another with another jersey. Oh, Putting yeah. kids aside, I mean, dude, that wouldn't you want that? That's true home field advantage, like. Yeah. I want you to to fear when you come in there. You know what I mean? Right. And and again, yeah. you know, we take violence and shit away, but I'm talking like I want you to be afraid to come into Philly. Exactly. Yeah. That's home field advantage. Don't that is home field. Don't don't you know, I don't want this to be like a Rams situation where every fan in the NFL shows up to the Rams games. You know, I want Philly faithful and then they show up in, in, in drowns, man. Like they're they're there. Yeah. All right. So the Monday night game then is gonna be the Baltimore Ravens traveling to San Francisco to take on the 49ers. Now, even though Baltimore has been winning games, game, man, yeah, this is going to be a good one. That's a Christmas present right there. Yes, it is. Uh, Like I said, even though the Baltimore Ravens have been winning games, they have been making mistakes. And that's just something that you're not going to be able to do against this 49ers team. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take San Francisco at home. And I think it's going to be another big victory for them. I'm going to go with the Ravens, man. Whoa! I am going to go with the Ravens. I think Lamar gets it done. I think the the, the Ravens have really good linebackers, man, and and they match up really well with, um, uh, with the Niners. You know, they, yeah. I think I think as far as like their linebackers controlling, because you know you can't you can't fully stop McCaffrey, but you can control him a bit. 
I think they pull up an upset win if they are if they are the underdogs, which I believe they they should be. You they know, are, I, yeah. I think they they pull this one out and win. Is this uh, in San Francisco? It is in San Francisco. Yep. Okay, that's that makes it a little tougher. But I, give me the Ravens, though. I'll take the Ravens. Okay, he's taking the Ravens. Yeah. All right, folks, that is going to do it for another <laughs> edition of Late Hit. Raz, as always, it's a treat to have you on. We thank you for joining us. Always, man. I love it. I love it. Yeah. All right. So everybody, enjoy your holidays. Like I said, this is the last show we're going to be doing before Christmas. So Merry Christmas to everyone. Happy holidays. to those Yep. Merry Christmas, to everybody. Yep. Spend time with your families. Yeah. Spend time with your families. Don't forget to watch football. We're going to, like I said, we're going to have three games on Christmas Day. So get your football in, get your family in, get your food in, get your presents in, enjoy the holiday. Oh, yeah, man. I want to be but hammered we, drunk. Yeah. <laughs> we will talk to you all next week. Don't forget to follow, listen, like, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Late Hit Pro Football Radio, and we are at Late Hit PFR on Twitter. So we will talk to you all guys next week. Thanks for joining in. Yes, sir.